Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. So at this point, is it better to invest in like multiple syndications, just weave it out a bunch of 50,000 to a hundred thousand dollar deals or really focus on like the bigger projects or whatnot? I think I'll just tell you what most people do. I'm not necessarily signing off on the strategy per se. Sure. What most people will do is they'll spread it around quite a bit, go with the minimums or hundred grand if you're over a couple mm-hmm. million. You get to a point where you're pretty diversified. Same theory as your rental properties. Like you said, I think both of us would agree that one to five properties is not enough diversification. If one goes right. bad, it's going to be sad a little bit. Yeah. It'll be a downer mm-hmm. for a few months. But if, mm-hmm. right now you're at over a dozen or so. If one goes down, you're, oh, that was a bummer. Anyway, yeah. same thing. I'm like, still, a, yeah. think about it like that. If everybody's a little bit different, maybe a dozen syndications. Just try and race up there. Okay. And I think maybe you're doing this too. But another like be- beginner mistake is people will diversify into too many operators and too many asset classes. That's the okay. That's the normal tendency. That's you're unleashed in the Las Vegas buffet and just get everything, right? Just Chinese foods, pot stickers, pizza, yeah, pasta, yeah. seafood. You just go a little bit. You kind of people tend to spread themselves a little thin. Yeah, getting the trailer parks and multifamily storage units. Yeah, yeah. Like this Joker came up on my LinkedIn feed. That must be great. Yeah. Uh-uh. But that's, everybody does it. I guess that's what's cool about that is naturally you get experience and you parlay that into interacting with people. And really my group is the only group that's like that. The rest of it is just a bunch of like broke guys trying to be general partners who are trying to fake it to the naked. Like they don't have money. Interacting with those types of people is a waste. But like by actually coming in and say, oh, have a, I'm in six syndication deals. That's some street cred right there. And maybe one of them is not do good, doing good. And that's more street cred too. Or that brings value into relationships, right? At least Jackson knows who not to invest with. But yeah, I, I think that that's, that that kind of makes sense or no it does absolutely absolutely obviously the more advanced people in our family office group it comes it came up a few times where you know some of the more experienced people what they review is reveal is they went down that initial beginner state of a lot of deals a lot of operator a lot of asset classes and then once they see the deals turn over or they they just build certain affinities to certain people or asset classes or whatever and then they start to consolidate it down maybe a factor of two so if they're mm-hmm. in, a, in and i guess the other thing that's happening too at the same time is like most people will test with a certain smaller portion of their net worth and then when it works then you unleash the beast maybe you're investing yeah 100 grand initially but if it if you know it's working, I know you're going to start to unload all this stuff. That's a million. That's, right and yeah, that's the plan. That's what I have in my mind right now is what I have to do next is really just trade off the single family homes for syndication deals, take off something more passive yeah. and just let it ride. I'm, I don't want to give you advice, man, but of course, maybe, maybe the direction you're heading is you get into a dozen deals at the minimums. And then you get go through this first round of who do you like, who actually says what they're going to do. Hopefully nobody steals your money. And then from there you decide, all right, I like this half better and I'm going to do double the amount, hundred, $150,000 minimums or two quarter million or whatever. Okay. And you start to do that. 
and then but the other that kind of makes you shrink your amount of your choices but i would still the other thing that i would think about is it's good to like space out these investments too right i've always thought if you have 24 deals that's always a nice number i think i'm like 80 or 100 it's a little bit too wow. much but that's this uh -huh. kind of what, what i do and i've got staff to help too for the book not really bookkeeping but just that one time a year when i get a shit ton of k1s back you have a hundred deals as an lp lp gp oh I mean, there's okay. the check boxes okay. on the k1 but they're never right like Everything yeah. on the K1s never. I don't know why people freak out. They freak out because they only have one or four K1. Right. K1s are never. And I think I've talked to CPAs about it, and the CPAs are just like the only important thing is like box four or I don't like the deductions one and your gain. That's the only important stuff. Okay. But I'm not giving tax advice here, of course. Of course, of course. The, that's why if you have a year in, most of these deals last five years, right? Yeah. On average. So if you're going into a deal a quarter, four times five, that's 20 deals. So that's why I rounded up to a couple dozen. That's the ideal model. Nobody ever hits that, myself included. But that I think that's a good model maybe to be shooting for. So that if, we'll do this in the retreat. I got a lot of ideas. Imagine your perfect day, I send everybody out to the beach. And then what does your day look like? Are you working? Well, maybe you're not, right? Maybe you're just doing the nurse thing couple days out of the week the other three days you're just checking your inbox or connecting with other people socially but you're you try and find one deal a quarter right? yeah and then a deal exits early crap i have to redeploy it i gotta yeah i gotta invest it now uh -huh. yeah but it's not that hard and that's why if you have a good network to be a passive professional investor really shouldn't take much more than like a handful of hours a month doing it right and you have a good network um, that's what the vision looks like a couple dozen deals if you don't have any hobbies maybe three dozen deals <laughs> i personally have a lot because i like it i've always been some people and i don't know what you play like fantasy football fantasy basketball are you the kind of the guy who makes a gazillion transactions no i let it ride i do yeah. one transaction a week and just let it yeah just yeah. maybe just fix the lineup so yeah, we all have that one friend who just like leads the league in transactions. They, yeah, they think that's an award or something like that. But some people like it. They like that. They like to. This is, becomes fun for them. So there is no normal. Lane is not a lawyer, CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com/club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.